The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Ball sends it over to Edward Robles. Go and surname FC. everybody it's Hector Flores um so what had happened was <laughs> um we were supposed to I was gonna record on Monday uh but um I ended up having to I was very like exhausted and just one because I um partaked on some drinking on Sunday night um but then also like Sun that like late Sunday I had to go and do something for work and so I was just like very little amount of sleep that I was running on um I was trying to get some energy but I just couldn't um so mainly just because of all my off of my own fault so it's not on anybody else it was just basically me being hey I get a chance to like get a little bit of a break so I wanted to do some drinking and well I, you know I paid the price so um because of that Edward obviously is only available to record on Mondays and um and well now it's Thursday. So I'm gonna this is probably gonna be a very short episode. Uh we're gonna recap the Europa Conference League final, uh recap the uh Champions League final, talking talk a little bit of transfers, uh do our players of the week, give you guys some games to look forward to this coming weekend, and um I, I'll share my thoughts on something, but it's gonna be a pretty short episode. I, I apologize for it. Um with there might not be an episode ne- an, uh, an episode next week just because of the fact that like uh I'm gonna be away uh for a for a soccer showcase for the academy, so I'm I'm not gonna be available to record on Monday. So I'll probably just make that a, t- a week off, at least for me, and then uh I, I'm, I'm gonna have to see what I'm gonna do because I know we're gonna we're we're close to the Concacaf Gold Cup and I mean Nations League is coming up, so we'll we'll see. I gotta figure some things out. Uh, I'll I'll probably if you get basically is if you get a new episode, you gotta get a new episode. That's all I really can say. But uh, yeah, so that's all I really got, man. So this episode, like I said, uh, recap of the Europa Conference uh, Europa Conference League final, Champions League final, rumor uh, transfer rumors are starting. And uh, players of the week, games to watch, and just wrap this show up with my closing thoughts on a topic that is currently going on. But yeah, so go ahead and take a break and then we'll get going with this episode. We have breaking news. Manscaped now sells beard products. That's right. They are once again revolutionizing men's grooming with a brand new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. From a beard trim to a fresh shave, the technology behind the Beard Hedger Pro Kit allows you to shape your signature beard look. Now you can finally use Manscaped products to make your drapes match your carpet by going to manscaped.com and using the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY for 20% off and free shipping. It's time to tame your mane. No one likes 
likes a weird beard. So say goodbye to all your stubble and trouble with Manscaped Pro Beard Kit. It all starts with the Beard Hedger. This thing is a juggernaut of fixing faces. First off, this cordless trimmer has a rotary wheel that gives you 20 hair cutting lengths all with one guard so no more messy drawers full of extra add-ons that's right face grooming doesn't need to be hard get 20 different beard lengths in just one guard Plus, it's waterproof, so you can shave in the shower to avoid all that hair in the sink. The titanium-coated T-blade is tough on hair but smooth on your face, leading to single-stroke efficiency that brings satisfaction one stroke at a time. So make sure you get 20% off in free shipping when you go to Manscaped.com by using the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY. Once again, that's 20% off and free shipping when you use the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY at Manscaped.com. All right, and we're back. Make sure you guys follow us on Instagram and Twitter at insert name FC. It's the best way you're going to be able to uh, see what we're doing as far as social media, what's going on with Belly Up Sports, all that good stuff. So make sure you guys follow us once again on Instagram and Twitter at insert name FC. All right, so these recaps of the Europa League is brought to you by Canadips. What are Canadips? Canadips are a just a clear, great-tasting, superior alternative to traditional dip using CBD in a way that is radical, enjoyable, and effective. It is all flavor, no tobacco, no nicotine, and it is spit-free. It also comes in some very great flavors in wintergreen, mint, citrus, mango, and American spice. It is crafted and manufactured in Humboldt County, California, the heart of the cannabis industry. Why does this all matter to you? As someone that has dipped in, 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 in at some point in their lives, dip is just a giant hassle. It's addictive, it's messy, and it's just super old. Um, other alternatives just isn't the same as what dip is what it is. And like I said, it's just terrible. So what Canadips has done is has a new evolution of dip, allowing guys to enjoy great, long-lasting taste without of any the without any of the downsides, which obviously like nausea. Uh all the fat things that come in with tobacco. So that is the great part. But what is the secret? They use 100% American-grown hemp combined with water-dispersible tech. So it absorbs rapidly. And they have developed a new way to develop C- to deliver CBD through the mouth that no one else has so that you can actually enjoy it. Using a coconut fiber and natural ingredients, nothing synthetic or other crap like that that you get from dip. So where can you get this? Go to CanadipsCBD.com. Once again, CanadipsCBD.com. It is open 24-7. If you use the code BELLYUP20, it will save yourself 20% off your purchase. Once again, CanadipsCBD.com. Use the code BELLYUP20 to save yourself 20% off your purchase. Thank you to Canadips for being the presenting partner of this recap. All right, so the Europa Conference League final, West Ham United has beat Fiorentina 2-1, to which you kind of already knew because I did a little little editing mumbo-jumbo, so you guys knew about that from last week's episode. But, yeah, West Ham United won 2-1. Fiorentina had 68% of his possession. Fiorentina outshot uh, 17-8, to but the on-shot shots on target was even 4-4. to Fiorentina's goal came from Bonaventura in the 67-minute mark, and the West Ham goals came from Ben Rama in the 62nd off of a pen, and the game winner in the 90th-minute mark came from none other than Bowen. So that secured West Ham United to be the second-ever UEFA 
Europa Conference League champion. And just another rough outing for an Italian team in the finals. Um, which is crazy because when you think of what David Moyes was going through, he, this guy was on the cusp of getting fired. Which, I mean, if you're ever, you're probably happy to see that. But this was literally like the failsafe. Like, <laughs> break glass in case of emergency. Gets them into this tournament. You know, obviously, this is like one of those tournaments where, frankly, a lot of people don't really give a shit about. And uh, respectively so. But also, it's kind of a fun tournament now that I'm like, really have gotten to experience this now. Um, but obviously, you know, you just got West Ham not only a trophy... But now you got them in a position to go to the Europa League and compete in that level as well. So, um, yeah, <laughs> way to way to save your job, David Moyes. Uh, Declan Rice gets to lift the trophy. I know that there's a lot of rumors going as far as him not coming, going out and big to bigger and brighter things for his future. But way way to wrap this uh, the season up for West Ham United for them. Fiorentina so close. Uh, another another Italian team goes down. Uh, and they're not the only ones because now we're going to the UEFA Champions League final, which Manchester City beats Inter Milan 1-0, another 1-0 Champions League final. Um, I'm sure I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the match. It was very evenly contested match. Uh, Manchester City had 56% of the possession. Inter Milan outshot them 14-7. Also out, had more shots on target 6-4. to uh, Manchester City's only goal, the winning goal, the only goal that happened in this game came from Rodri, uh, who, who scored in the 68th minute, um, which ended up securing Manchester City. The last, last infinity stone for Pep Guardiola to have conquered in his time as, as the, as the manager of Manchester City, obviously. Uh, an amazing what he's been able to do with this Manchester City team, aside from just having ridiculous amount of money to go out and get what he needs to really make this club uh a bigger and better um which was which was which he was able to do i mean he did it you know he got all the pieces we all felt that early along was the missing piece to it i don't know anybody anybody besides the fact that you're just a manchester city hater that would that didn't see this coming this team was by far the best team going into the champions league you have some of the best players in the world you have the best young player in the world I mean, Kylian Mbappe might have some arguments on that one, but Erling Haaland has just been nothing but a legend since entering the Champions League. So I mean, what, what, uh, what a time, what a time finally for Manchester City to do it. Uh, Pep Guardiola finally wins another trophy, something he hasn't been able to do since back in his time with Barcelona. Mind you, this guy has coached uh, Bayern Munich, and, and no, that, I think that's it. Was there any clubs? No. Yeah, Barcelona, Bayern Munich, and now Manchester City. So I mean, yeah, he's been he hasn't been able to win a Champions League trophy going back to his time in Barcelona. Um Bayern Munich, it's crazy to think that he didn't win one with Bayern Munich, but I mean, you know, I'm sure there was it was just a different time period. But yeah, Manchester City finally has been able to win every single trophy uh that there is to be won. And, you know, it was the inevitable. I know a lot of people don't want to hear that fact but and you know what's funny is like uh spencer spencer who is now getting into soccer um decided to become a manchester city fan he liked uh pep guardiola he liked what the what the club was doing and you know right place right time if, if you ask me so yeah spencer gets to 
I mean, he still he still lost to Singing Ben. He still has to do that. But hey, Manchester City won a won the Champions League. So, um, I think if if you're Inter Milan, uh, I don't know what to do here. Um, I think. I don't think you were far off. You you definitely had a lot of opportunities to to really win this game, um, but you know it it was just a shock that you were even here. Um, but hey, what a run for them! Um, I don't think that this is the end of the Serie A. I think that, like I said, they're on the cusp of something. I think they're coming back to to at least get that number three spot in the Power Five of leagues in Europe and. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't expect. Uh, yeah, I don't expect them to fall off anytime soon. Um, I think Serie A is going to get better and better. Um, so, you know, I'm sure that someone's going to win a European title at some point. Um, I mean, we'll we'll see. But going back to Manchester City, I mean, just what an excitement right now! Their first ever Champions League trophy. Uh, everybody was going crazy. You got freaking. You got freaking Jack Grealish partying, still in his kit on into the next morning. So like, I mean, and this guy has just been nothing but like literally the person that just is doing everything and all <laughs> celebrating a Champions League trophy. Um, so Jack Grealish is, I think, the the best representative of what what it means to win the Champions League because this guy's been partying nonstop, has been drinking nonstop. I'm I'm sure he's still drinking. Uh, unless he got called up by England, but yeah, just what a, what a time period, what a time for Manchester City. I know Manchester United fans are probably just fuming right now. Um, but this was, this was the inevitable. This was what, uh, what she came when he bought Manchester City, his vision, what he was trying to do, which was, you know, use his money, use his resources to build this club from being a middle of the row club to a contender for titles and they're gonna have a shot at another trophy that they haven't gotten to because they haven't gotten that opportunity which is the fifa club world cup um which i'm sure they're hoping to able to secure that one as well so uh, yeah manchester city man what what a time for them to be to be a fan of manchester city uh but we're gonna act well we're just gonna go right into it. Like, this, like I said, this episode is gonna be so fucking short. Um, transfer talks, man. Transfer talks. Um, so, I mean, we gotta. We, I'll save this one for last. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say all of them, and then I'll, then I'll go back to the, the first one because it's fucking massive. So, Kareem Benzema joins Saudi League club Al Ittihad. Um, you know, he, he, you know, I think, I believe his contract was ran out with Real Madrid, didn't sign, re-sign, uh, which I mean, like I said, it's been something that I've been saying for Real Madrid is just, it's in a, it's about time that they're going to have to start moving on from their older players. Kareem Benzema is one of those players, Luka Modric, Tony Cruz, all that stuff. I think I've said this to, to, too many times now to, to have to say it again, but he is joining, um, Al Etihad. A lot of people are wondering, why didn't you go to the MLS? Well, you got to remember that Kareem Benzema is Muslim, and so he's going to Saudi Arabia, which is a Muslim nation. I think him being able to go to a league that understands uh, Muslim players, I think is, is for me, I, I totally understand the logic behind it. So uh, congratulations, Kareem Benzema. What an amazing career that he, what, that he had with Real Madrid, a player that I was very much excited when he signed with Real Madrid from Olympic Lyon um, and, you know, able to get... All that he could from his time at Real Madrid and more, 
And um, I wish him nothing but the best of luck for him. Um, but yeah, continuing on, McAllister, he joins Liverpool, uh, World Cup champion. You know, he's, he was with Brighton uh, this past season, but now gets his big club opportunity over at Liverpool. So we'll see what, what Liverpool has in, plan, uh, has in store, but we'll see. Um, promising wonder kid, Kendry Baez, uh, joins Chelsea. Marco Asensio, um, also leaving Real Madrid. I think the rumor right now, I, I don't, I don't think it's official yet or not. I don't know if he signed it, but he is, it, apparently PSG is where he's going to end up, or at least that's where it's rumored to be. Uh, Manchester United is interested in Goretzka from Bayern Munich. Um, another huge, huge signing, which I was, I knew it was like, it was a rumor that was been going on constantly, but it is now official. Jude Bellingham is joining Real Madrid. Um, he is donning the number five. Jude Bellingham, another great English player, um, joining Real Madrid, joining the likes of David Beckham. Um, and I'm sure that's one of the many reasons why he's, he's loved Real Madrid, watching David Beckham over there. Wearing number five, paying homage to Zinedine Zidane. So uh, we'll see how Jude Bellingham does in Real Madrid. I'm super excited. That midfield is disgusting. Spe- speaking of disgusting midfielders, uh, N'Golo Kante is also joining Karim Benzema over at Al Ittihad over in the Saudi League. So we'll see how that dynamic works. It is getting getting some big names over there in Saudi Arabia, man. Uh, David Ahea has signed an extension with Manchester United, so he will not be leaving Manchester United um, unless someone's willing to pay pay up for his services. Um, Arsenal is interested in Declan Rice. Um, that's one of the many clubs that is very interested in Declan Rice. Uh, Angel Di Maria is rumored to join Inter-Miami. Um, Inter-Miami is probably going to start getting a lot more attention these next, com- these next coming days, especially in the summer, um, for, for a very obvious reason, and I'll get to that. Uh, Kovacic is set to join Manchester City. Hey man, if you can't beat him, join him, I guess. Uh, Ricardo Pepe is set, is rumored to be joining PSV. Obviously, you know, from FC Dallas went to Union Berlin. Was it Union Berlin? No, no, FC Augsburg. Went to FC Augsburg. Um, didn't really play much, so then they sent him to, uh, Grunigan from the Eredivisie. Um, had a, had one good, had a great season. Did not save them from getting relegated. Um, and, you know, PSV, a very big club in the Eredivisie, I think only, can only benefit him in his, in his development, um, to be a top striker. Um, Fran Garcia joins Real Madrid. Um, he is in, uh, one of their players that, one of the things that Real Madrid does, and I think, uh, I don't, I'm sure other clubs do this as well as, especially with, like, players of, they, they'll send them out, but also have a buyback clause with them. And I think Frank Garcia is one of those players, but yeah, he's he is returning to Real Madrid. I believe he's a he's a Real Madrid product as well. Speaking of people returning to Real Madrid, um, I mean he was more so with Manchester City, but Brahim Diaz, he actually uh, came back to Real Madrid from his time in AC Milan, and he gets a new contract with Real Madrid. So Real Madrid is in fact very much committed to Brahim Diaz. Um, Arsenal is also interested in Ilkay Gundogan. I'm a little iffy on that one, but hey, um, especially with his age. But hey, I guess kind of going, going to if you can't if you if you can't beat him, why don't you buy him? Um, Arsenal is also interested in getting Chiesa from Juventus. Uh, I know there's a lot of things going on with Juventus, so maybe they they're thinking of trying to take advantage of that. Uh, Kylian Mbappe is in the market, maybe. Um, so the rumor has it is that Kylian Mbappe is um. 
not going to extend uh, his contract with uh, PSG, meaning that at the end of the season, at the end of next season, he will be a a free a free agent. Um, and so because of that, PSG is actually determined to transfer him because they do not want him to go freely. Um, they want to get something out of him. Obviously, it, he is one of the top players in the world. You're talking about rough north of 200 million uh to get to get Kylian Mbappe if you were not to get him on the free um Real Madrid is Real Madrid is one of the teams that has been been uh, linked with him uh Chelsea's also another one but uh also Mbappe said that he would like to continue on with with there's just a lot of things going on it's you don't know if it's just like you know media work or whatever you know good PR and all that shit but um just know that Mbappe, by the end of 2024, Mbappe should not be, uh, by, by 2024, Mbappe should not be with, uh, be, be with PSG. Uh, we'll see what happens though. We'll see. It's interesting. What's going on there? They're gonna, I mean, PSG is gonna have to sell them. They want to get something out of them. Um, with the news of Declan Rice being out of West Ham, West Ham is, United is very much interested in Yunus Musa, um, to bring him over to the English Premier League. Um, not necessarily player related, but Patrick Vieira has actually shown interest in the U.S. men's national team job. So that's pretty cool. And, uh, Arsenal is interested in Kai Havertz. I mean, there's something going on in Chelsea. I don't know what it is, but there's something going on in Chelsea. Um, might, might make a meme with, with, uh, with that guy that, what's going on in Utah? What's going on in Utah guy? I forgot his name. Um, Barcelona interested in, uh, Fresneda. Fresneda is a player that I'm fairly familiar with just because of La Liga. But, uh, I will say it, he, in FIFA, he does tend to go up pretty highly. So, um, I'm guessing that that is their solution to not, to not keep Sergino Des. So we'll see what happens there. But, all right, the big one, the big story, the one that everybody wants is, is been talking about, especially in the MLS market is, Lionel Messi has committed to, uh, has at least verbally committed to joining Inter Miami. Um, but it seems it's one of those like, could he back out or could he not? It seems very strongly that he is going to come to Inter Miami. I mean, everybody said it's official. He said it in an interview that he is going to Miami. Um, this is a rumor that has been going for such a long time. People have been telling me I was crazy, specifically. Uh, my friend Nelson, he's, he's, he's always been telling me that he just doesn't see it happening. I told them that they're going to open up the checkbook to give Messi what, they, what all they can give him to make sure that he goes to the MLS. So much so, I'm pretty sure the MLS was prepared to do a united front to get this man in the MLS, even if they're not playing for their team, which it seems like it is because it looks like Lionel Messi now will, We'll also be getting a cut of the Apple TV deal. We'll be getting a cut in jersey sales. Um, and would, and I believe he's getting promised ownership of an MLS club part, uh, we'll have part ownership of an MLS club, which I think is going to be Inter Miami. So, which is kind of similar to what they get, they offered David Beckham. They did give him the option for him to be able to buy, buy a club. And, um, but now, so Messi, I mean, yes, he's going, to, he's going to get paid. I mean, let's face it, it's Messi. Um, he's going to be a DP, so it's not going to affect the salary cap. But Messi, getting Messi to me is just, 
huge. I mean, let, let's face it right now. Inter Miami, last place, uh, early. I don't know if they're still last place, but they're definitely at the bottom of the, of the Eastern Conference. Um, you know, they, they just lost South, uh, they, not South, uh, they just fired Neville. So this, this team is just, you know, they need something. And why not get the best player in the world? Can he immediately impact them and put them in a playoff position? Who knows? But you are gonna. Ha- the, you're talking about like tickets going from like twenty nine bucks a seat to now four hundred dollars, and it's just because of the fact that Lionel Messi's now wearing the pink. Will be wearing the pink jersey. Um, yeah. So it is gonna. It's huge. It's it's massive. I don't think anybody can disagree that this is not the biggest move. That the MLS has has been able to accomplish is being able to secure Lionel Messi to come to the United States. Um, it is going to be pandemonious. Security is going to be at its highest level in order to make sure that no craziness can, happens with when Messi when Messi mania runs wild in the United States. Um, is it going to secure more fandom? I don't know. I know it's going to have a lot of Messi fans going to every stadium. It, there's going to be a packed, it's going to be a packed house to see Lionel Messi. Even if you're not a fan of that market or even if you're not a fan of Inter Miami, you're going to go there to go see Lionel Messi. But I think the hope, or at least what the hope is for the league, is that you're going to go and watch Lionel Messi. You're going to go see the product in the field and you're going to see that the product is actually pretty good. And when that happens, you're going to realize that MLS isn't that bad and you might become an MLS fan. Whether you you stick with Inter Miami because Messi's there, or maybe you start supporting the local market club, so it's gonna it's it's one of those things where maybe maybe it'll work, maybe it won't work, but at least you know there's gonna be at least seats, there's gonna be people watching, seeing Messi, and it's going to help. And I know a lot of people were bashing the 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 Apple TV deal that MLS had, but I mean it, it's it's one I think it's an enjoyable product. Uh, you know MLS. Their whatever whatever their um is it MLS three sixty something like that their their um kind of their red zone is I I find it very enjoyable uh the broadcast is is pretty good I like the broadcasting group um yeah it's it's a very yeah there's there's a little hiccups there and there but I think they got it, they got most of it fixed um I think the other thing would just be at this point would be how is what's MLS gonna do to make sure that it it stays a good product like. I'm not saying, you know, like get rid of the DP rule because I, I do think the DP rule is important. Maybe increase the salary cap. I think that that could help just because I want to. The one thing that I think what the MLS is really good at is that it does have parity. And I think that that needs to continue. So, I mean, if you remove the salary cap, obviously the LAs of the world are going to dominate because of, the, of their of their resources. Now, like I said, the salary, like if you increase the salary cap, it does help clubs be able to go out and get more more better quality players um so i mean i'm all for it i think that this is going to get better the league needs to get better and i think messi will make the league better but it's going to be also up to the league to make sure that they do what they need to do to keep it better but yeah so that is transfer talks players of the week players of the week is brought to you by in the clutch.com in the clutch is a apparel uh apparel company that is partnered with the players associations of major league baseball major league soccer uh national basketball association and so much more amazing shirts amazing material but the designs are just the best i love them i am a huge Houston nationals fan um i have a jeremy pena shirt and a kyle tucker shirt 
And I also have a Football is Life shirt before I ever watched Ted Lasso. And it's because I just love the phrase. But now I watch Ted Lasso, so now I'm not a fraud. Um, it, just amazing shirts. They're very comfortable. And from Kelsey Coyne of High Low Sports, they passed the Fat Boy test. It is Fat Boy approved, and I highly recommend it. So go to intheclutch.com, use the code insert name at checkout, and save yourself 10% off your purchase. Once again, intheclutch.com, use code insert name at checkout, save yourself 10% off your purchase. All right, players of the week. Edwards player of the week is Rodri, who scores the winning goal in Manchester City's 1-0 victory over Inter Milan. And my player of the week is Luciano Rodriguez, who scores the winning goal in the U-20 FIFA World Cup as Uruguay beats Italy 1-0. All right, guys, games to watch this weekend. This is a super short episode. But we have the UEFA Nations League. We have CONCACAF Nations League. We got Euro qualifiers. Two games to highlight, Norway versus Scotland and Belgium versus Austria. Um, Gold Cup qualifiers, international friendlies. Something to highlight there is South Korea versus Peru, Poland versus Germany, and Venezuela versus Guatemala. So go ahead and keep your eyes on that. It, I am recording this on Thursday, so I will fight myself to stay awake to watch uh, USA versus Mexico, the semifinal for CONCACAF Nations League, which I'm very excited to watch, and we'll see what happens there. But um, we're going to go ahead and take a break, and then we'll go ahead and wrap the show up. Hey everyone, it's Ryan from No Credentials Required to talk to you about one of our newest partners at Belly Up Sports, SeatGeek. Yeah, live sports is great on television, but the feeling of being at the arena is a priceless experience. That's why our friends at SeatGeek are there to help you find the best tickets at the best prices. Not only can you get tickets to sporting events, we can also get tickets to concerts, comedy shows, musicals, and more. Search for your desired event now at SeatGeek.com, enter promo code BellyUpSports at checkout, and you save 20 bucks off your first purchase. SeatGeek. Life's an event. We have the tickets. All right, and we're back. So before we wrap this show up, um, my closing thought for this episode is uh, Pride Month. Um, I know that this is maybe, I, I don't know. Um. I, okay, I'm gonna say this. I I don't particularly celebrate Pride Month, and it's not because I'm anti LGBTQ or anything like that. I'm just I just don't really celebrate it in, in any way. My brother does. I mean, because it is his month. But uh, for me, it's just I think it's a cool experience. Um, I, have I ever gone to the Pride Festival? I haven't, but I have been in downtown during Pride. And it just looks like a bunch of fun. I, I've been to a few gay bars and, and also. Um, and like I said, overall, it's just a, it's just a overall just to me. It's just a good time. It's very opening and welcoming. Uh, I, I generally do have a lot of fun with a lot of, a lot of the people that are LGBTQ, uh, positive. Um, it's just a to- And I think it's not so much so because I'm like, uh, my, uh, for what I am, I just, you know, live and let live, man. Let people live their lives. That's how I've always been. I'm not here to judge. You know, that it isn't my place to say anything. I, my only, my only thing in the world, my only thing that matters more than anything else is just as long as you're not an asshole, I can rock with you. So, and and like I said, I've I've been I've been in, in gay bars, uh, I, you know, and and I've had generally a lot of fun. I've met some really cool people, um, and it's not not because that's what they are. It's just because they're really cool people. Um, but for me, I, I think what, but I still think pride month is a very important, is very important because it's not, 
it's like the closed-minded people that that uh that hate pride month like you know the that you know like the demonize pride month it, it to me is is just wow eye-opening because it's just like and and this is also something about me like if it doesn't really affect me in any way i frankly don't care like if you identify yourself as a woman if you identify yourself as a man that's cool it doesn't bother me because it doesn't affect me like like my thing is is like what what is the harm like what harms you you personally for you just to say Okay, cool. That's okay. That's okay. That's how you want to be identified. Cool. There we go. Problem solved. You may not have, you don't may, you may not accept that idea, but hey, that's their life, not your life. So for me, like I said, it doesn't impact me in any way. So it doesn't bother me. So like if someone does tell me that they want to be identified as a woman or they want to be identified as they or, you know, you know, all those pronouns. As long as you tell me, like, if I make if I make the mistake initially because I don't know, and you make give me the correction, obviously I'm going to correct myself and continue on the way you want to be addressed and problem solved. This goes both ends too. But I think what the cool thing about pride, at least what I think what the 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 significance of pride is, you know, it it there is those people that still. It's not that they're unsure because I mean. I always tell people if this was a decision, I, I, if this was a choice, I don't think many people would have chose this route. Um, cause I will say, especially growing up our, with my brother, uh, that life is not an easy life to live. Um, and having to, because you're, you're judged, you're, you're constantly judged. Uh, and so like for me, I think that, you know, if this was a choice, then I don't think most <laughs> anybody would choose this route, this very rough and and intolerable route for some people. So like, so I just wanted to point that out. But I think, um, you know, I think for people to be able to show support towards LGBTQ, I think it's it's comforting and and it and it allows people to truly be themselves. And I think for someone, at least from my from my personal experience, which you know, obviously my older brother um when when he came out to me like that was for me that was my responsibility it was my responsibility as a brother to let my brother know that he's being heard and for him to know that he, he that I have his back no matter what um because um even even if I didn't know or I did know it, one it one it was none of my business none of my business if my brother wanted to keep it to himself then that's that's his choice that's his life but when when he finally told me um it it was def one i i was i felt i felt a huge amount of responsibility from it because of the fact that my brother was able to open himself and and you had to understand like contextually i'm his yeah i'm his baby brother and he's telling me something that he has kept from me and and you know obviously my reaction was going to be very big for him to like how was i going to react and for me you know it didn't change who my brother is to me you know he's still one of the strongest people that i think in my life um he's someone that that i do admire he's my older brother and that's never going to change um so that's and that's what i told him uh it doesn't matter if he was gay straight 
um, it, it didn't matter. It, he was, he's still my brother. Um, uh, and that's why I love him, you know, no matter what. And so because, but you know, and you got to think about it, that was a time where it wasn't easy to do that. And, you know, and we're even talking about like, there was progression already in that time period. I mean, I'm sure it was a lot harder even further back, but even at that era, like it was still very difficult to come out during that time. And now I think now has gone, we progress a lot more now, but it's still, it's the still same issues, especially when you grow up in a very religious culture, you grew up in a very traditional culture, a very uh, close minded community. You know, when you do make, a, when you decide to announce yourself like that, it is huge. Um, and so I think the beauty of pride is, being that that welcoming and comforting feeling knowing that hey you're not alone like there's pe- you know we're here with you and i think that that's what's great about pride and i and and i personally am a big fan of pride uh of having these pride nights and pride events that especially in sports because i mean people people still you know it doesn't matter you know your orientation your race your religion you watch sports so I think I, I love that they're in, being inclusive. And so I love it. I, I don't think it, it once again, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't affect me in any way. I can still go watch a baseball game. And it, just because it has like rainbow flags around and you don't like it. I mean, you, you could just not go to the game. Um, it's only one game that they do it for. So if you don't want to go, just don't go. But I think personally for me, it's a it's a. To me, it's great. It's showing progression. It's showing inclusivity, uh, inclusiveness. And I mean, you, and I mean, let, you know, like it, it, to me, it's just great. I love it. Um, and maybe there's some bias because of my brother in there, but I, I, I truly, truly, truly do. Uh, I, I value the, the significance of what pride is. And especially for those people that aren't ready to truly, aren't ready to come out, you know? Um, but, now that you're seeing a little bit more acceptance, not, not not a lot, not a lot of acceptance, but still there's acceptance. Um, and I think that that's, that's, I think for that person that maybe is hesitant, but sees that and sees that inclusivity can finally be themselves. And I think at the end of the day, that's the most important thing in the world is if you can finally be yourself. Um, because I will tell you when my brother got to truly be himself, it was, it was amazing. And I was, and that's one, I think to me, that was, Probably the best feeling in the world for me was my brother finally getting to be my brother. Um, so I, I just want to say that for the people that, you know, oh, you know, for whatever that just are just anti pride and anti LGBTQ. That, okay. That's your opinion and that's fine. But like, this is my opinion. This is my thoughts. And so that's all. And you're, and this is my podcast. So fuck off. But. That's that's all I really that's my closing thoughts. I just wanted to say let's let let love be love, man. Let just let live let live wait, what was, what was this phrase? Uh Well, just let it be. There we go. To quote to quote the great Beatles, let it be. Um so that's what that's what I'm gonna say. But uh shout out to Belly Up Sports, man. Follow them on Instagram and Twitter at Belly Up Sports and at Belly Up Media. Follow them on their website at bellyupsports.com. Lots of great articles are being written. They're constantly go ahead and check it out. 
A lot of great things are happening in Belly Up Sports, so go ahead and follow them so you can be in the know. And of course, man, shout out to Roosevelt Spencer. He makes the beats for these episodes, so we can't do the show without him. So thank you so much for Roosevelt Spencer. Um, if you guys need some beat work done, well, follow him on Instagram at that guy dope. Once again, at that guy dope. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, well, obviously not next week, but uh, catch catch us for episode one thirty four. Um, maybe not this week, but the following week, um, I'll figure something out. Uh, and we'll post, we'll post something if, if we don't do a, do an episode, but, uh, thank you so much and, and catch, catch us whenever. All right. Take care guys.